Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is samalit 64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... Steve the American Killjoy. And because Anderson is on holiday this week, down him, and his, you know, <laughs> how dare he enjoy himself, we thought, we figured we'd bring, uh, we'd bring Sean back from last week, and uh, he, was, he was very good last week, so good to have you back, Sean. Oh, thank you. Hello, everyone. It's me again, Sean, or the Dominus Ignis. I don't <laughs> upload videos as often as I should, but I appear on other people's. <laughs> That's what counts, right? That's what counts. And uh, we have a guest this again this week. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Matt Vasquez from Whiplash. It's good to be back. Thank I you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you have come back. And uh, obviously, yeah. you obviously had that bit uh, of a brief precursor to the season. Obviously, it was recorded after oh, yeah. the main season. How how was Vegas? Uh, Vegas, it was really fun and really weird and really cool. I mean, because it's kind of rare you have just a one-day event yeah. that just fights and over after two hours. So it was a really weird thing for us, but it was really fun at the same time. Yeah, it was a I cool mean, thing. I'll be honest. It was, yeah. what, was it, what was it like to fight outside? Uh, it was really strange because I feel like when you're on the show and you're fighting, it feels like there's a lot more pressure. But yeah. with this, it felt like almost like an insect event, like a small event or something. You just kind of threw them in there and just started and yeah. didn't really worry too much about it. It was really strange, but mm -hmm. I think that made it more fun too. Yeah. I bet. I mean, obviously yeah. you had a bit of a rough time of things really. I mean, the, yeah. it was, yeah. you, you had, you had prop issues. We all ended up in the ceiling for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that till the day after. So someone like sent me a picture. They're like, you see this? I'm like, no way. I didn't know that happened. That was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Was, I mean, it, there were some great fights. I mean, you know, the fact that you just yeah. just kept it going the whole time. I mean, yeah. was was the machine still intact at all? Like, or is it, is uh, it pretty much a rebuild at this point? I mean, after the lockjaw, we really didn't have much damage at all. Just replaced a tire, and that's pretty much it. Okay. And uh, with bite force, it was a lot of damage. It was like that yeah. chassis is like retired, pretty much. Oh no way! <laughs> that's oh, crazy. We, we, we expected no less, really, <laughs> from that fight. Yeah. 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 Paul Ventimiglia well, makes a terrifying spinner in bite yeah. force. Well, okay, so the plan for Vegas was I was going to drive the first fight against Lockjaw, and then Jason, my brother, was going to drive the second fight against whoever they put it against. Yeah. So I drove against Lockjaw, and then they're like, okay, you're going to get a second fight. You won or whatever, and you got enough votes. I'm still not sure how that works exactly. But yeah. so then we're like, okay, Jason, you'll drive the next fight. Then yeah. they're like, well, you're fighting bite force. I'm like, okay, Jason, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first heavyweight fight ever, but you're fighting bite force, so have fun with that. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it in style, right? Like yeah. go against the you know the two-time champion. I suppose that's that's something. Well, I was telling you, I'm like, well, if you lose this fight, no one's gonna blame you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Force. Yeah, exactly. Like people beating bite force is insane thing to do. But and I was like, well, if you do beat bite force. Then you're driving next year. Beat <laughs> <laughs> bite for something only so far one robot has done that's currently yep. not on the show. Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, anyway, yeah. well, uh, obviously, thank you for the insight. Obviously, to to the Vegas, it was it was a really cool, just like one up event, and I think it was you know from, yeah, was... from the outside it looked like a lot of fun. Oh, if they if they could do something like that, like maybe a few times a year, that would be so cool. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last time. How they would like it would be nice if they could tour to like different speedways around the country. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that'll we'll, quite we'll the as well. We'll see what happens. Anyway, we're obviously here to discuss the second episode of uh, BattleBots 2019, uh, which actually kicks off with, it was, Huge and sort of why, actually, given how Huge dealt with Horizontals in particular last season, I kind of expected it to be a bit more one-sided than it was. And yeah. Huge gave a real good fist of it. Yeah, they, they made some good changes. I mean, the, the, solid, the thinner solid wheels they used were really smart. 
I think that was a great idea. And I think yeah. they could do it better next time. Maybe make them a little bit thinner and a little bit bigger. And they might not actually rip. They might just bend more. But yeah, I, I don't know. But it, they worked really well. I mean, they survived a long time. Yeah. I had a lot of um, reminiscing to um, a fight over here in uh, Robot Wars, which was between yeah. Gabriel and Carbide. Yeah. And obviously how well Gabriel took the hits. Obviously, eventually, the, the wheels did give up. But I suppose when you get hit that many times by sort of watching, those things tend to happen. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're probably you know similar power to car- what Carbide's doing, so yeah. it's a uh, it was it was really a pretty parallel fight, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on. It was it it was it it was a it was a good fight. I mean, there was there was uh, moments where I figured that Huge would maybe uh, do the splitsies again, where it's getting that like all I can think of when I'm thinking of this fight is its last fight against a horizontal. Uh, yeah was was ice wave and it, we we all know how that ended uh it really stood up to the punishment this time uh besides the fact of the the really the really thick uh uh wheels i mean you saw chris and kenny holding a piece of this wheel that was snapped off like it the, the fact that Wayachi is able to just rip that clean off after i mean bending it back and forth over and over again i mean i guess that that kind of causes that that wheel to get a little bit weaker at that spot where it where it rotates and it was it was it was pretty impressive power. I think we all I, I think us behind the scenes were uh, not not uh, like giving Wayachi a little bit of a uh, like a lower like uh, I don't know how to explain it where like we we've seen so much of Wayachi at this point where it's it, it breaks itself. It's a known you know quantity. I mean? Exactly, yeah. uh, or it has this this tendency to just uh, like it, it, it to not like finish fights. Uh, or I, I think Huge was going into this fight thinking maybe they could get the, the, the bar to hit one of the uh, partitions on that, one of the cross member bars on that on that bar. Yeah. And yeah. maybe break it or maybe flip the robot over. Uh, I, 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 I guess it was just not going to happen this time. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah. I think it was a winnable fight for Huge. I mean, Son of Mayashi, like the whole body is all this like quarter inch aluminum or even mm-hmm. thinner in some places. So if they had stopped spinning like once and Huge just like rode over top of him, I mean that could have been they could have won. I think. Yeah, like I think it was good, like I think they went in with the idea of outlasting them. I think it wasn't a case yeah. that they were trying to outright damage them, but just like wait till Wyatt breaks and then beat them, which yeah. I, I mean, suppose all, is, a, is a valid tactic. I yeah. mean, all the improvements on Huge worked really well. I mean, it stayed in one piece for one thing. Yeah, like that's a huge improvement. Because they got hit at least as hard as I got hit from Ice Wave. Probably a lot harder, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And they stayed in one piece. Yeah. It's just the, the wheels are the hard part. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's the obvious weak point, isn't it? Um, yeah. Sean? Anything to add? Well, for, well, for me, like, when, like, like it's been said, like, with when the wheels, when I saw the solid wheels, I got thoughts of, like, you know, the whole thing with Carbide and Gabriel. And my worry was that, admittedly, the center, like, like it's been said before last season, they did split in half. And to be fair to them, while Huge did lose the fight, they the the splitting and halving didn't happen, and I feel like that would have been far more critical to their progress in future fights. You know, if they split now, they'd probably have a hard time sticking together in extra fights. The wheels can be you know replaced, so you know to be honest, I'm you know while it wasn't a win for Huge, I'm quite happy with the improvements that have been made. But son yeah. of Waiachi, my God, that the kind of power to rip a chunk of thick HDPE like that, you know, when we, when, like, I've, when with, like, Gabriel versus Carbide, that didn't happen, it kind of shows the kind of 
blunt force that Son of Waiachi kind of has with those hammers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. very scary. I, I, I think. I think the stock that, uh, like, we talked about these robots in the preview a little bit, and I think we were both kind of waning on them a little bit, where, like, we were maybe expecting Huge to kind of have a slump this year, and, like, maybe maybe it got a little bit found out last year, and we, we, we talked about Waiachi before, where, where it's kind of, uh, it is a known quantity, and it seems to have just come up short uh, on multiple occasions. But I think I think the, the stock on both of these robots has risen a little bit due to the fact that, Huge survived so long against a deadly horizontal in Son of Waiachi, and Waiachi really finished off an opponent as as good as Huge. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I I think both of these robots both ended up even, even though one of them had to lose. I think they both ended up on the on the uh, on the up. Yeah. So yeah, a, good, a, a good loss for Huge, if you can yeah, say they, that. They can't hold a fight against Huge because they gave him the worst possible first fight. I mean, yeah. you can't think of a worse fight for Huge than Son of Waiachi. Like, even yeah. if he fights, like, Tombstone or something, there's, like, an actual, like, body he could hit. With Waiachi, it's just... It's just... You drive into him, that's all you can do. And yeah. Just the best. Yeah, it's... I think they they were kind of, like, saying, like, okay, let's see if Huge is a fluke last season. Let's just put him up against the worst possible matchup. Right. And they did really well. They lost, but they did pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a very uh, fair yeah. way of putting it, really. They they really show that they've they've learned a lot of lessons from last season. I yeah. think that's, that's uh, obviously a big plus in... Obviously, their eyes. Um, why aren't you obviously getting the win? They didn't have it easy, obviously, as we mentioned already. No. But the, the, the bar was shaking them out an awful lot yeah. towards the end. I wonder if that was due to damage from Huge. I think one of the like the red bars holding the, the hammers on Waiachi was a little bit bent. So maybe they were a little bit off balance. But mm. I think after hitting anyone that much, they're going to be a little bit off balance. Sure. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, as you all said, a good win for some yeah. of Waiachi in the end. Um, which brings us neatly to our next fight between uh, a new team and a team that's been around but with a new machine. Obviously, uh, Fuzzy's back with his new robot Texas Twister, and he's fighting the Brazilian entry, the new Brazilian entry, uh, Black Dragon. Which I, until very recently, I had no idea had a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, just sticking out on the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense because it's called Black Dragon. Like, I just thought it was a fun name, but like, no, it's because it's got a flamethrower. Um, yep. Another interesting fight in a sense that. It didn't really go the way many people expected. I, I kind of thought, I thought Texas Twister was going to win, but it kind of won a war of attrition. I thought it was just going to tear it apart, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And um, again, Black Dragon can kind of hold their heads high, and they did a very respectable job, I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, that robot—it's—it's it's I mean, it's pretty much a scaled-up version of their lightweight and middleweight from Robo Games, which have been like back-to-back champions for you know years and years. So I knew it'd be a really good robot that we'd have to watch out for. But they definitely had issues. Like, the weapon never really spun up, and no, no, there was a whole fire thing. So I think considering, like, how big of problems they had that fight, they did pretty great. Honestly, yeah. I thought they won. But oh, really? it's, it's a little bit of bad luck, I guess, the first round. Well, you know, I, yeah. I, there's been a few comments online, as there tends to be with these kind of decisions that were very, you know, up in the air. I think... Yeah. Had it been, I don't know, had it been last season, I think it would have been a bit more obvious that it would have been Texas Twister. I think the, yeah. new, the new point scoring systems kind of swung it a little bit in yeah. their favour. Yeah. But Texas Twister were aggressive, and I think that's what won them yeah. a point out of it, whereas, yeah. yeah, Texas Twister definitely caused the damage. Yeah, for sure. I have to say, like, when I saw Black Dragon, like, even when I first saw the pictures, when I knew this fight was going to happen, I thought right off the gate that black dragon would likely have it you know 
Warrior are very good at, you know, like like Matt said before, with the middleweights and lightweights in the past. And so I thought, you know, that it would already be quite good. Plus, test footage of Texas Twister, it's a very powerful machine. I'm not going to deny that. But I noticed, like, in the spin-up footage that was posted once, it was tilting slightly and yes. then went out of went out a bit out of control when it hit the ground. And I was worried that that was what was going to happen to Texas Twister. And then I actually saw the robots getting loaded in, and I didn't realize just how meaty that egg beater spinner actually is. Like, that thing looks really big. And I was like, okay, Black Dragon clearly has this. But then, as was said before, there was the teething issues with uh, yeah. Team Warrior's design. And it's a shame, because I thought Black Dragon would have it easily in any other case, but... You know, that's what can happen sometimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very much a... Uh, it's, it's one of those battles where it, it, on another day it could have gone so differently had there not been the fire, had they not caught it a specific way. It's Obviously, that's what happens with, with a lot of fights, really, but this was probably the most case in point in this episode. Uh, Steve? Yeah, this this fight was... It, it, it's... It, it, it's... It's... A... <sighs> I'm going to start over. Use your words. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use my words. So... <laughs> So this fight was kind of split in two halves. I don't think I don't I don't think there's a another way to explain it. Where you have uh, Black Dragon just taking it to Texas Twister, uh, just going after, going after it, and then you, the second half of the fight is, I think after <laughs> after the flamethrower damage to Black Dragon and it decided to walk around with its hair on fire, uh, there was this this shift in momentum. Uh, where the weapon stopped and then just became a pushing match. And at this point, uh, after the damage that was done to to Black Dragon, I think Black Dragon actually took a lot more damage in this fight, and I think that's what swung it. Yeah. Um, and I, I was a little bit confused with the with the decision, but having watched the fight back again, I can see why they went this went a certain way. I mean, Control I think was all Black Dragon. Yeah. Uh, to a certain extent, I mean, it's it it's kind of hard to to bet against that robot's got a scoop on the front. I don't, I don't see how Texas Twister would have pushed Black Dragon anyway. Uh, so you kind of, that, that, that robot's all offense. Uh, I, th I think Fuzzy talked about that. Uh, I, I watched something. Uh, I, I think it was a, a video by Lisa Winter uh, going around. She was talking to all the, a, a couple of the teams asking questions that were asked online. And Fuzzy basically, their robot's all offense. I think he kind of put it where he wants to, he wants to score points with the judges that way and uh, not have any fluky decisions. Uh, and not have to not have to worry about uh, his robot last year, where it was the the clamp with hypothermia. Yeah. He wants he he wants in your face in your face kind of damage, and I think I think it worked in his favor because uh, that little that little flamethrower on top of Black Dragon, I, I it looked a little suspect. It looks very exposed and uh -huh. just little on the corner on the on the left there, uh, and it I, I I just I had a feeling <laughs> I had a feeling we were gonna see we were gonna see some 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 fireballs. So I mean, yeah. but I'm 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 not entirely upset with the decision. I'm just, I was just a little confused on the first viewing, but haven't watched it back. I can see why Texas Twister yeah. got it. Yeah, exactly. And nothing with cool. yeah, nothing with Black Dragon is it was pretty much an untested robot before that fight. Like they kind of <laughs> finished building it and just you know flew to the event, then assembled it there. Then why is this a combat it? robot thing where you're just like ah yeah, yeah you just just bring it? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so. I think that fight was its, you know, true first test, and now they can, you know, get all the bugs out and hopefully, you know, get it working correctly for them. I mean, it lasted three minutes with a with a big spinner as well, so that that can be yeah. very encouraging for them. So they've got yeah. some more scope to go forward, I think. 
Um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll move on to uh, to the internet's greatest fight ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the most probably the most hotly anticipated rematch in years I think for you know combat robots I think you know I haven't really seen like uproar on this scale since I I, I don't I don't think I have I'll be honest with you between uh, obviously duck and bombshell and I was so gutted like I was ex- <laughs> like I was expecting a full on you know really meaty fight and then it was just all over like that and i was so gutted i was is it is it fair to say that bombshell is is, it's just not it's not going to get back to its former glory that was whatever it did in season two i just maybe it's too soon but the fact that it did the thing within first 30 seconds of that fight makes me a little suspect of its future so Uh, my thinking is like I watched the fight back a few times, just like you know what what, what, what fight there was. Um, and, and I love Bombshell. I don't want yes. I don't want to just completely yes. dish the team, but the fact that you you don't play with your robot and try to get it stuck in situations like that. So what, what happened with what I, what I think happened? I don't know. Again, Matt, you, you can probably tell me I'm completely wrong, but I, I saw Duck, Duck push them into the wall, flipped them on their side, and then the disc hits the wall and it went flying across the arena, and then it stopped. Now part I of mean, me thinks I wonder if it died. Uh, I don't think Bombshell died. I just think how it was stuck. It couldn't, you know, start because the weapon was touching the floor. And yeah. It's kind of, you know, none of the wheels are touching the ground, so they couldn't really start up the weapon to get it back. I, I think it was just stuck. I mean, it was it's just a position it can't really get out of. But the funny thing about this fight is this was actually the first fight of the whole event. Oh no way! Oh, this is this is the first fight they filmed, and Howdy. after this fight happened, they were just kind of like, oh, like that was too quick. We need to, you know, get some, some, you know, better fights in there, but. Yeah, so this is, I think it was originally supposed to be in the first episode, but then mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, moved it back because they wanted to, you know, because it didn't necessarily live up to what people thought it yeah. would be. Because I, I uh-huh. remember there was um, a lot of talk yeah. that this was the first main event of the season. Yeah. Because uh, everyone, everyone wanted the fight. Everyone yeah. wanted the fight. And I think, you know, it's just, yeah, I think, it, it, to, not, not to, you know, pull out a pun here, but it builds so much and gave us so little. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I mean, how do you analyze a fight like this? Duck pushed them over. Well, I can say this. Um, for me, like while Bombshell was sadly quite disappointing. Hopefully, like they'll sort them. Yeah, hopefully they'll be much better in the next fight. I gotta say, I love the upgrades to Duck. Uh, like yes. the whole Breaker Box. Like that's the best comparison we have is break bo- Breaker Box slash Shockwave yeah. style lifter gives it a lot more height with its lifter and it means that it can like if it gets flipped over it can far more easily get itself into a more upright position compared to like last season where if it got flipped over it could it still run it lost the weapon. but yeah the weapon wasn't going to do that much good i think this is a, you know this was a very sensible and a much better you know, like a really good improvement to a bot that i think was already quite good yeah, I think they just, I mean, they really just wanted a more active weapon, I guess. Because the yeah. other thing, it could lift, but, I mean, it can only lift so much, and it was only, you know, so effective of flipping people over. Mm. But I think this is a big improvement. You know, they could stop right now. They, I mean, obviously, they flipped Bombshell pretty easily. So I think it was it was a good move for them. Yeah. Yeah. It got them just in the right spot, right where that, right where that, uh, the chassis meets the, yes, the wedge that, at the front. I, I did notice that the, the, the yeah. beak fit right in there. Brilliant! That was fantastic. Yeah, brilliant driving as well by uh, by yeah. Hal. It was really really well driven. Um, and obviously, I love the little break dance at the end. That that was the, that was the highlight <laughs> for me. And, and the duck talking to to Bombshell, giving you know, 
Counting them down. That was that was very This is what we waited for, and this is all you give me? <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny because, like, I mean, some people are saying, you know, Hal should have, you know, knocked him back over, kept the fight going, you know, just so, you know, win. keep the hype up. Yeah, but but then win. again, it was kind of like, after what happened last time, I yeah, don't think Hal wanted to mess around. Absolutely. He's like, I just want to take my win and move on. It's like last week where uh, Endgame was upside down, and people probably wanted. Uh, wanted to Death Roll to go in for the kill and yeah. maybe get it back on its wheels. But you, 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 for how long this tournament is, it's almost one respectful to the other guy. They don't got to do a lot of repair, and two, your robot's gonna take damage. So yeah. you, you got a long event. So it's, it's. If it was a white one, I'd say think, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you got to think of it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think a few teams uh, bore the brunt of that last season where they, they kind of kept the fight going needlessly long and end up paying the price for it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll move on to probably one of my probably one of my favorite fights of the evening. Actually, it was between uh, Shatter and Witch Doctor. Uh, obviously, yep. there, was, there was that great segment again with um, with Jenny in the pits about uh, talking to Shatter and how they had yes. the the Omni wheels and how they can move around the unit, which I still think it still fascinates me. It's such a brilliant brilliant idea, um, and the fact that they can just the way they they just started, you just think, oh yeah, they're facing straight on it. It's Witch Doctor, and they just go right. <laughs> it just, it's so cool. I, I love that kind of stuff. They can break dance like that. Um, but um, the fight itself, Shatter seemed to be suffering majorly with their uh, with their axe very early on. Like they, I think they had one or two hits where it was like, okay, that's, this is full power. And then after that, it was a kind of limp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Matt, I don't know if you know any more. Uh, I don't really know too much about what went on in, what went on in this fight, but. Uh... I mean, I know Shatter, obviously, their hammer wasn't working how it normally does. I mean, just like having seen it on, like, King of Box and, like, Aerobo Games and stuff, I know it, it works better than I did, and they're having some sort of issues. But it was, like, after they had, like, one swing and miss, and then Wish Doctor took the head off, then it was kind of like, they can't use it anyway, the hammer. Yeah. So after then, they were just kind of, you know, taking the beating and trying to win a pushing fight, which is very hard to do when you're a robot with Omni Wheels. Yes. Which you're not going to push anyone, really. So, no. I mean, considering that, they did pretty well for yeah. the problems they had. But, well, I mean, I think at Witch Doctor also yes. had major issues. I was, was going like, to say, I, I, yeah, go on. I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure, like, what happened. I think it would partly have to do with their flamethrower, which messed them up pretty bad. But, yeah. uh, they tried to turn their flamethrower on. It looked like you either just get all the stuff out of it. Because I, I, it almost looks like what blew up was what whatever's holding all of that fluid for that for that yeah. flamethrower, it's, like, it's it's almost like they turn it on to kind of cover up the other colored flame. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's all us. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. <laughs> fan it out with the fan it out with the uh, the self writing arm. Yeah, yeah, because like Witch Doctor, they like lost half their drive at one point. So, yes. I mean, obviously the flamethrower was kind of out of control, but I don't really remember why their drive stopped like it did. I'm assuming it. I I think what I heard it had to do with their flamethrower and yeah. you know stuff inside wasn't happy about that. And of course, they, they, they completely stopped at one point as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it looked like, because yeah. I couldn't really tell at the event, but when I was watching on TV, it looked like half their drive was working, but it was high-centered, and the other half was touching the ground and couldn't work at all. So they got a little bit lucky there. They yeah, got free. they were very, I mean, they should, if they hadn't won that fight, I think they'd have felt very aggrieved. Like, I, was, I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, which doctor has a habit of grabbing yeah. defeat from the jaws of victory? Mm-hmm. And this is this is where I just thought, oh no! Like after after we saw that, as we mentioned, that amazing event in Vegas, and they were so dominant, and I thought, oh no! Yeah. They, they've now they've <laughs> ironed all the problems out, and in the main season they were hopeless. But no, they 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 did keep it going, and yeah, and credit to them, they they give Shatter a good beating when the uh, weapon was fully working. 
Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's kind of similar to what happened to Black Dragon, where it was a brand new, you know, somewhat untested robot that had big issues the first fight. But when you're in an event like BattleBots, you normally have like two days in between each fight, so they have plenty of time to you know figure out what went wrong, you know what to change for the next one. So it was a good test for them, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I will say when it looked like Witch Doctor was about to, bro- you know, when it looked like Witch Doctor had broken down, I was beginning to think that there was just this curse with vertical spinners with flamethrowers for a moment. <laughs> well, um, it was really the same thing. Yeah, Black but Black like Black. going into it, I was like, yeah, Witch Doctor has this fight just because Shatter, with it being as powerful as it is and the way that the front is designed, I couldn't see them keeping that front lower than the weapon of Witch Doctor for long. But one thing I was very curious about was, especially after I saw a video by Lisa Winter, was just how thick the front of Shatter actually is to protect, like, the internals of the body. And I was like, I know Shatter probably won't win this, but I want to see just how well, like, this plan of theirs works out with, like, the armor. And Mm -hmm. to be fair to them, like, apart from the hammerhead being ripped off, it did hold up incredibly well. Like Shatter, definitely Shatter's a very good hammer bot, and it's very clearly been very well thought out in terms of taking punishment. But Witch Doctor, as we saw in the last Vegas video, is on a whole other level. And while they did nearly lose, I am happy that they managed yeah. to keep going long enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, good to see they're, I mean, they're, they're a good team. Yeah, I mean, definitely. even though Shatter is like pretty much the same as Blue or the King of yeah. Bots robot, it was still a new build. I mean, it was still a brand new robot, so they still had, you know, new robot problems like Black Dragon, like Witch Doctor. So I think, you know, same thing for them. After this fight, they can, you know, get their little issues fixed and be running better for the next one. Yeah, I look forward to seeing more fights from Shatter. Yes. Uh, the the only fear I have, and I guess the only com- comparison we have for television is Sweeney Todd on on Robot <laughs> yeah. Wars. But the thing is, that <laughs> robot that robot first of all was horribly underweight. So we yeah. got shunted around just because of that. Uh, but we're, I'm, I'll be interested to see how uh, an Omni Wheel robot does because I think it's this might be a way to get axes back into the sport where yeah. you can always have the axe facing the opponent. It's it's not the fact where you have to auto you have to really outdrive your opponent to make sure that you have your a good hit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that that's yeah. one of the things that hurts terahertz or or beta. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's it doesn't have that that kind of maneuverability. It's not as so, yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, I think Shatter is pretty much the most optimized hammer bot. In the sense that it's probably the only robot with Omni wheels I've seen where they're actually very helpful. I was going to say, I've, yeah. I've never seen a, like an Omni wheel bot where I've thought, okay, this is actually fairly, you know, legitimately competitive. Like, yes, it, exactly. like they're always cool, but they're not like necessarily yeah. the most useful, but in this yeah, occasion yeah. it is. Yeah. And one more, one more, one more piece of information is the fact that like they, they've designed the robot to, to shatter. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> so I like that. The 3D printed parts that fly off, which. I guess it's fine because we have three judges right now that are, are bot builders and understand that that's not really damage technically. Yeah, it's cosmetic. Uh, it's, it's cosmetic, so I mean, there, there's that. But I, 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 I ablative armor is, is is an interesting an interesting concept. Yeah. So mm, absolutely. Shall we um, talk about the big boy? All right. Oh yes. <laughs> this oh, fight I've been was looking fantastic. Like it's as much as Act Backwards didn't work in their fight with Mammoth. I, I, yeah. like, it was obviously they, they also had they it's, yeah it's, they it's also bad. had you know new bot problems as uh, as Matt put it uh, earlier with the others they they kind of it's it's a similar design but it's it's obviously all new because it's an entirely smaller machine it, it it looks fantastic but just 
couldn't quite get it going in this fight. Mm. However, that didn't distract from the fact that Mammoth were very good. And yeah, they're strong. Yeah. Mm. They, My God. Like they, they, and they, I, they flipped. They got an Uta in Battlebots <laughs> with with Mammoth. What? <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> you were the only one that picked them, Sam. I know. I felt, I felt <laughs> I so good. It was ridiculous. We thought um, you were just you making and, a you meme. And I, you, you and I can stick together as Team Mammoth. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, obviously, we've seen Mammoth uh, compete at Orlando Maker Fair with, with Foxy when they, when they ate Foxy, because I think Stephen quite, <laughs> quite nicely put it in, um, in their video. But this was really, really good. I think you know, the fact that he managed to snag the axe just so perfectly and pick it up, that was brilliant. I really love that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, that was that was great. It was. I don't think Mammoth could have asked for a better fight for their first match because no. it worked perfectly, and they kind of got a little bit lucky in the sense the axe backwards wasn't working quite right. But it was a perfect opportunity for them to just you know show off what the robot does. Because I think had they just gotten you know beaten terribly their first fight, everyone would be like you know what does Mammoth do? I don't understand. Yeah, what's, this what's, robot. The, what's the point sort of thing? Yeah, but you know after this fight, like people could go okay, that's what this robot does. Yeah. It was it was really great. You know the fact you know I, I like. How you can't really describe the weapon because it's it's a it's a rotating lifter, I guess. I suppose you could yeah. you could call it, but it's it's just so ungainly. I love it. It's so yeah. weird. Something new. Yeah, Something abs- it, it's, absolutely. It's got its own. It's got its own feel, man. It's it it it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely something to see in person because that thing is uh, hellaciously tall and it doesn't even fit in the box perfectly <laughs> in its little square, which is hilarious. <laughs> it just pokes um, out. <laughs> it just pokes out. It's it, it's gonna be. I think it's going to be really unruly to fight. I, I, like I I'll be honest, I'm I don't, trying if, to figure any kind of how... any kind of kinetic energy spinner that's working. I don't think it's going to last very long. I'll be honest with you here. Like it's, maybe, yeah. But it was, you know, it's it's going to be good fun to watch. Like either, you know, yeah. if it, if it ends up winning and it's going to be great to see, if it ends up getting you know torn panel by well, strut by strut, I <laughs> no suppose. panels. Yeah, that's going to be it technically has no armor. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I love that stat. Just z- like zero, <laughs> <laughs> zero armor. Um, obviously, Matt, you were there. Would, would, obviously, you can't say who you fight going forward. But would you, if, had you not fought Mammoth, would you have liked to have fought Mammoth? Uh, I mean, I would like to fight Mammoth just because it's so different than anything else. Yeah, and like you don't know what would happen until you do it. So mm-hmm. no, I'd like to fight them. I think it'd be a weird, interesting fight. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. We'll we'll see if we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Gotta keep that. Yeah. Gotta keep that NDA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Gotta be I do love the just the sheer size of mammoth, but yeah. it's just like I know I know that obviously tournaments have typically have to have like a size limit for obvious reasons, but yeah. in the cases of things like mammoth, I think there are certainly times when you can just make that little exception for the just because. Oh my god, look at the sight of ma- of Mammoth. <laughs> yeah. I will say, one thing that I noticed in, in this fight, which really was quite cool, is like, um, you can, when, you, when they're focusing on the team, you can, like, and they flipped Axe backwards out, you can see the crowd all jumping up and cheering. That, that was really cool. They're all <laughs> yeah. fully getting into it. That was great to see. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that, obviously, everyone there appreciated the uh, the fight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, a fan who has never seen Mammoth work, I mean, you look at that, you're like, what does it do? I don't understand this robot. Yeah. And then when you see it do something like that, you're like, okay, like I get it now. That's yeah, I you know, understand. You know, it's, a, it's a cool idea. Work like a, yeah. work like a like a prehistoric yeah. crane machine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. 
Um, obviously, Vrax backwards, kind of disappointing that they couldn't yeah. quite get it going. But you know, Kurt's a great, good engineer. I'm sure he'll be. He would have been feverishly working to try and make sure that definitely Axe backwards is yeah. back um, at full strength. And mm-hmm. Axe backwards is a hard robot to build in the first place. Yes. You know they're running all brushless stuff this time, which you know complicates complicates things a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, it's a hard robot to get running how it should run. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll move on then uh, to Wanhu and Captain Shredderator. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Obviously, I'm sure everyone online has seen the whole drama with you know Sub Zero and Captain Shredderator. We're not really going to discuss it that much <laughs> yeah. because it's, yeah. it's been it's it's yeah. ad nauseum at this point. Yeah. We... <laughs> yeah. Basically, the fights are what we've got. You know, these these, these yep. are what's happened. You know, every oh, drama aside. This is how it is. Right. Um, yeah, but I'm sure the whole world has its, has yeah, its fair yeah, share of, of schadenfreude. Of course you know they what do. I mean? But, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're going to leave that there. We, if, they, if people want to burn each yeah. other, then let them do it. Leave in that fact, there. In fact, if, there's a, you know, if at any point there's a chance, Sub-Zero versus Captain Shredderator again. That's a great, <laughs> you know, for, yeah. that's a great idea. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on um, to one who and Shredderator. And poor Shredderator. Every time, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta just, say, like we were, you, you were, we were saying about, we've been saying about like how new bot issues. I gotta say, one who might have had it the worst in terms yeah. of new bot issues. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, considering how many robots this episode, I mean, pretty much all the robots in this episode are new builds. And considering yeah. how many of them didn't work how they were supposed to, the fights were all great. Yeah. Considering that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, one who I think had it worst of anyone because they, you know, they weren't driving quite white. The rep. The weapon never actually spun up, so they were just kind of taking a beating the whole fight. Yeah, I mean the 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 plow at the front as well. I think was pinned to the floor. They couldn't quite drive yeah. quite right, and then when, eventually when Shredderator came and knocked it off, and then suddenly it burst into life and it was working. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say as well, you know, they took the hits fairly well. I think you know they they got hit from behind yeah. a few times as well, where they didn't really suffer too much damage, which is yeah. fairly impressive considering. And um, Eventually, Shredderator did what Shredderator does and stops. Yeah. Uh, I think I can't remember where I saw it online, but I think it was a was it a magnet issue they had. Uh, I think it was their receiver just died. Oh. just stopped working. Just oh, okay. No reason, yeah. just died. But uh, yeah, because I mean, it was just a bummer because you know Brian was driving great, the robot yes. was working great, mm. he was doing a lot of damage. Like the cool thing about Shredderator is it's one of the only full body spinners that actually attacks its opponents. Yes. Like actually has a really powerful drive and will drive into you. Yeah, you know, it's very fast. Yeah. Hour. And mm-hmm. it was like most robots like Megabyte or, you know, Son of Mayachi, they just kind of like slowly go towards you and let yeah. you run. They got to run away at first to kind of yeah. build up energy. Yeah, Shredderator spins up, you know, instantly and just attacks, which is one thing I really like about that robot. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's always a good spectacle to watch them in the arena, yeah. but it's, uh, again, un- very unfortunate. I think, you know, they, they looked very good early on, but they just kind of had... Yeah, obviously they they came yeah. over all Shredderator and stopped, which is a it's a real shame because they they were really giving it to one who throughout the fight. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. Is like, what do you even do? Like, a receiver yeah. dies for no reason. It's like, yeah. what do you do for the next fight to improve that? Yeah. It's just bad luck, or you you know try try something different. different I receiver and radio. I don't know. That's a risk in itself, isn't it? I suppose. So. Yeah. But you know they, they've you know they've, they've come back again, which is great. You know they, it's always good to see the Narves back in back in the box. They always put on a show and. Yeah, they're good. They're good for yeah. TV, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Anything else to add? I mean, I've got us. I I will say this: if I had to pick between, like, 
like I'm sure maybe like once I actually build a, a robot, I I might my I might change my tune. But if I had to pick a way to lose, I'd rather take say Whiplash versus Bite Force, like my robot gets <laughs> smashed to bits, rather than my robot just kind of stops and I'm just forced to sadly walk over pick up the robot and figure <laughs> out what went wrong yeah <laughs> i would have to agree if i lose i'd rather not have a fully functioning robot at the end yeah where yeah. it just died for no reason but uh but then again one who actually took those hits took every hit and survived the whole fight so yeah, in that yeah. sense they deserve the win because they outlasted shredderator whether it was you know luck or not which i mean they did get a little bit lucky but they survived they could have died early on like a lot of robots probably would have Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair yeah. bit of credit. So, yeah, yeah, we gotta give them a bit of credit. Yeah, to be it honest, was, it was great to see their reaction after the fight as well, where they, they just they just they couldn't believe it that they've you know they've they've, <laughs> they've come here their, their first fight against a, you know an established US team, you know, yeah. very experienced as well, and they got a win, which is great. And and I yeah, believe they, this was like the first Chinese robot to be on an episode of BattleBots. Ever. So yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. for those who aren't who haven't been aware before of stuff like King of Bots and whatnot, it'll be a good first showing of like a the robot at least you know robotic scene over there that it can stand up to I... something like shredderator maybe not the best showing because one who did have those teething troubles but you know being able to win at all is you know not a bad start really i, I still find it amazing within like five years they've gone from you know producing things that you'd see in early battlebots early robot wars to fully competitive yeah you know, modern battlebots it's crazy the development that they've had over there recently yeah yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose we must move on to Matt. No. <laughs> and the main event. What was this like? This, I uh, want to know. Obviously, you know, getting Drew against Minotaur, I'm sure you're kind of thinking, oh. <laughs> 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 you, 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 obviously, oh. You, must, you must have gone into the season expecting a bigger target on your back, considering you go, you came top four last time. Obviously, well, in the end, it, we'll, we'll class it as third because you beat uh, Lockjaw at uh, yeah. Vegas. We'll class that as third. <laughs> um, and then you get Minotaur, first fight. What's... The immediate thought. I mean, it was funny because when they do like the announcements for the first match, we're all sitting on like the little like communal area, communal area, I guess, and we're just you know Aaron's telling us all the fights, and he says like Minotaur, it's like a Jason. I'm like, it's gonna be us, isn't it? He's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and he's like Whiplash. I'm like, oh shit, we're fighting Minotaur. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, then again, like I was happy with that fight because I knew it wouldn't be because I mean we fought them before, we knew what to expect. Yeah. And it was better than getting, you know, Bite Force or Tombstone. It's not necessarily he's a worse robot than Bite Force or Tombstone. Is that it's a better matchup for us than either of those yeah. robots? Yeah. So I knew it was a winnable fight, and I honestly wasn't all that nervous because I knew if we lost this fight, they couldn't really hold it against us. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's, know, a, it's a top machine. Place. We got third place. Yeah. But that, yeah, the fight did not go at all how I thought it would. I thought it would be. I thought they would be working better. I thought we would be working better. But then again, new bot issues with yeah. them yes. and us. So it's. It's kind of two struggling robots who are just trying to do their thing, I guess. What were the big changes you made from Whiplash Mark 1 to Whiplash Mark 2, I suppose, in, for BattleBots terms? I mean, you know, the major changes yeah. at least. Uh, most, I mean, the chassis was stronger this time. That was one big thing. But I think the biggest change was that all the internals were completely new. We changed every motor in the robot was different than last year, Okay. which was a big thing. We were running all 48-volt stuff last year, and that would all burn up after, you know, every fight pretty much. And that's not what you want to happen. No. So we ran everything a bit more conservative. We just ran we ran a four short mags for drive instead of two 48-volt mags. Then we ran two short mags for the weapon this year instead of what we did last year. And the lifter setup was pretty much the same. 
But we the weapon setup and the drive setup are completely different this year. Okay. And obviously the yellow, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The robot chewed on an electric color was a pain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you obviously spent some time with uh, Will Bales or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, go on. Yeah, we lost Mega as our sponsor last year. Or we lost Molex. Then we got Mega as our sponsor. So we had to change the color from red to green, pretty much. All right. But it just happened to be a very hypershock green, which is a somewhat <laughs> unlucky coincidence. But it was kind of like, you know, paint the robot or don't build a robot. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, it's, it still looks so, great. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I think it still looks really nice on, no, on the screen. I still think, because at first I was kind of worried, but when we actually did it, I was like, okay, I actually like this. It was, um, <laughs> it was not bad, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, with the, that fight, I kind of went in fight. expecting, oh yeah? Yeah, well, I was just, I was going to say like you know the Minotaur obviously you know they they were having a lot of a lot of TV issues. Well, it looks like I mean, their their drum didn't really do anything. I was so shocked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I watched some of the test box before the fight, and it was like spinning up, like how Minotaur spins up. It was scary. I was like, okay, this isn't good. They're actually working, you know, correctly. <laughs> so when I went to the fight, I was just like, okay, they're going to spin up, and we're going to have to do something. Oh, another improvement we made this year was for the. Because when we fought them at Robo Games, we ran the steel spatula on the forks for the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the second he touched that steel spatula, it just ripped it off instantly. Oh, you know, good. yeah. That's the type of thing we could attach as strong as we want to, and it will still get ripped off. Or worse, it'll stay on and he'll just, you know, ruin the whole arm. So the plan for Minotaur this time was just we just ran the plastic forks. So the idea is he would just chew on them and not get a big grab. Yep. And by the end of the fight, hopefully we'd still have enough left we could still lift with. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. Because you don't want like a solid edge for him to grab. Yeah. But, uh, I suppose it didn't really lucky. matter. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really matter. Honestly, we probably would have been better off with the, the normal spatula, but we didn't really know that it would go like it did. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, the test box, I saw he was spinning, you know, great. So that made me con- a little bit concerned. But I also knew the drum was heavier, and it was, you know, the teeth were bigger, so it wasn't quite as, you know, aerodynamic when it spins. So I knew they may have, you know, a little bit of issues spinning up, but I just drove into the drum immediately then realize when they weren't spinning up, I'm like, I'm not going to stop touching this drum because the second I drive away, they're going to spin up. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the idea was to stay as close as possible and not let them spin up. I mean, the funny thing is after the fight was over, they drove into their square and spun up the drum fine. So I was like, oh, oh wow. Having issues, or did we just, you know, was Daniel just freaking out and not, you know, doing the stick right or something? I, I still really don't know. I mean, I know they, they changed some things after that fight to, you know, and to fix that issue, but yeah, the, we we thought it'd be more of a slugfest. We thought we would take a lot more damage than we did, and we thought we'd have to, you know, it'd be a lot tougher than it was. Definitely not a fight we thought was going to be a judge's decision. No, any like, if, if, if anyone yeah. out there said, you know, a three-minute fight between Whiplash and Minotaur, like you, you are lying. There's, there's no, <laughs> yeah. there is no way. There is no way. Yeah. Um, no, well, we're not used to having many judges' decisions with Whiplash. We've only had, I think, one, and that was with Yeti last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I think the um. Obviously, there was a small concern for you. You had a bit of bit of smoke popping out the top. Was that the yeah. was that the lifting yeah. arm? Uh, no, that was the. Well, we had two things break that fight. We had the chain for the lifting arm break. Okay. Which mm-hmm. I think it was when we were lifting Minotaur broke. As one of I I can't really tell when because you know we have the chain guard over, so yep. it's hard to tell when it broke. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was pretty sure it was when we were lifting Minotaur. The chain just snapped. Okay. So that was very bad. That's something you don't want to happen. And the mm-hmm. weapon motors. The problem with that is we didn't put quite enough uh, slack in the weapon belts. So we weren't getting any slippage. So that was what was wrong with the weapon motors. Mm-hmm. It was just you know, a little bit too much for them. So we adjusted that for, for our next fight. But uh, yeah, it was sort of, it was a good fight in the sense that we both had issues. 
and we both knew what to fix after this fight for our next round. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I think it, was, it wasn't a bad fight at all. I, th I thought it was really, yeah. you know, it, it was interesting the fact that you both had issues and you both had to kind of work around it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think yeah. that was quite cool about it. But um, nah, and obviously congratulations on getting the win. I mean, yeah, did, did you obviously you, you beat them before with Toro Maximus? Did you kind of feel it might be a different different way? You know, the two fifty machines are they're a different breed. Yeah, well, it was a it was a very different fight than Robo Games in the sense that. The Robo Games fight, we had nothing to lose. Like, yeah. if we lost this fight, we were done. So it was just go out there, no nerves, just do well, whatever. I think as well as that, like, you, you've got a bit more of a reputation now as well. Yeah, there's that and the sense that this is yeah. our first fight. It's not, because yeah. we thought that could have been our last fight at Robo Games. This was actually our first fight. And if yeah. we took a lot of damage, that could have been a big problem for us. So it was uh, a little bit more nerve-wracking in that sense. But also... I wasn't too nervous because, you know, it's Minotaur. If you lose, they're not going to hold that against you too much. Yeah, and you know Minotaur. You know Minotaur is yeah. going to heat up later in the season. They're, they're going to fix their problems. So I yeah. think you guys both yeah. kind of lucked out on this fight to not damage yeah. each other too much and still yeah, have sure. a result that later on in the season will look good. Yeah, no, I remember during the fight, I was like, man, this fight sucks. Like, this is a main event. This is a problem. But, you know, neither of us are really working. But, uh... No, after watching on TV, it was better than I remembered it being. So I was, yeah. I was happy about that. Yeah. yeah. You, you are, you're always your, your own worst critic, really. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a tense tactical fight, which, of course, we don't yeah. expect from two big spinners. But, you know, it's, sometimes it's yeah. different. It's good mm. to get a little bit yeah. of different. It's good for TV. Yeah. 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 I got to say, like, I was looking forward to this fight any like straight away when I heard about it because it's two of my favorite uh, modern oh. BattleBots machines just going at it. And... Also, based on the you know the fight before with with, with Whiplash versus Terra Maximus, I yeah. knew that it was going to be really good. The reason I thought Whiplash was going to have it anyway is just because of a it beat Terra Maximus before, and b there wasn't that that steel spatula before, so it's not like there yeah. was the risk that the arm could be smacked upwards. And it looked to me like the prongs like. Like on the forks, like they looked slightly longer than before, so it looked like yeah. Whiplash would have a much, you know, a bit much better reach than before. So I imagined that combined with if Minotaur did get up to speed, you know, gyroscopic forces and whatnot, I imagined it Whiplash would have a fairly good time, you know, getting underneath. Yeah. It is weird how that it went, how it did, but yeah. like I think I think both both Yuma and also Daniel made the absolute best of the problem that you yeah, both were having and so. it was yeah, a it was sure. a brilliant fight <laughs> yeah no it was for for how bad the issues we were were i think it was a pretty good fight considering definitely that. Yeah, yeah absolutely well uh, that wraps up our reviews of uh the episode two fights but we do have one more fight to talk yes, about. yes we do which oh. um was the science channel rumble between oh, yeah. uh, between gemini gruff and marvin um, Gruff is tough. That's all I need to say. Gruff, <laughs> yeah. Gruff was really dominant in this. It was fantastic. Yeah. No, Gruff is a great robot and a, I think a highly underrated robot because yeah. it's so solid. It's so hard to damage. I mean, we saw how well it worked in this fight. Just the lifter worked flawlessly. You know, the drive is super powerful, just, you know, pushing him into the walls. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was, a. Uh, Bad fight for them in the sense that they got a rumble as their first fight, which normally isn't a good sign for your, like, ranking, I guess. Yeah. But they, they showed that the robot worked flawlessly and that, you know, they deserve a good matchup for the next fight. I think they proved yeah. a big point, didn't they, really? I yeah. think that was yeah. that was the main thing. I mean, they 
they G- Gemini was kind of struggling through. I mean, and they they did the for, shout out to Battle Bots Bingo again. Gemini hit each other. Let's go more points. <laughs> but um, you know they, you know Gemini when they're fighting a robot like Gruff, they they don't really have much hope because they're they're yeah. too middleweights essentially. They're going to get bullied around the arena against the yeah. much bigger, the heavy. Marvin, Even any got... heavyweight spinner is going to have a hard time damaging Gruff. Yes, well as as we yeah. saw with with Marvin obviously having. Its own, well, quite literally teething issues because the yeah. the teeth flew off. <laughs> um, which yeah. there was a great post afterwards. I, I know, I think it was how we posted on uh, Reddit as well um, about how it wasn't the plastic that gave way; it was the the pins holding the teeth yeah. on, which was really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think he had like half inch bolts or something holding the teeth, so I don't think they were quite enough, uh, quite enough strength for what he needed. But then again, if you make those bolts bigger, you're taking more material out of the plastic. Yes, that's risk that breaking, and that's a bigger issue because you can't really fix that once yep. that breaks. That's a that's a one-off mm-hmm. piece, definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, but all three all three kept working. Well, four, I suppose, kept, yeah. kept working through for the whole fight. Went to the judges. I think the decision was the correct one. I think Gruff was much the dominant yeah, machine in, in this fight. It was, and uh, sure. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of Gruff uh, come later in the season. That's uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I think the most impressive part of this fight for me was the fact that Gruff pushed not only Marvin, but also one of and, the Gemini. And, and the Gemini as, as well. Yeah, both, <laughs> both of them together. It was great. Yeah. Very strong. It's a yeah. good showing, I think. And I think yeah. I I had them as one of my bubble teams for getting into the top 16. So I'm, I'm curious to see what a one-on-one fight would look like. I know, we ha- I know we're going to get Copperhead eventually because we've seen that yes, picture. Sure. Yes. So oh, yeah. going be, yeah. to be a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, with that said, then that pretty much brings us to the end of our uh, our review. But um, Matt, once again, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, good. Well, I'm sure we'll probably speak to you again at some point this season. But yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, good, definitely. Good, good to have you back. And uh, obviously, I say good luck, but you've already filmed it all, so I suppose good luck. <laughs> that'll, that'll do. Good luck in your future endeavors, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah, thank you. Sure. And thank you yeah, to the dog good. as well. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, brilliant. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this was fun. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. But um, with that said, I've been Samuel at yeah. 64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I'm the Dominus Sickness. And uh, Matt Vasquez from Whiplash. And we'll see you next week. Well, maybe we'll see you next week, but I'll, it'll be a bit late because I'm on holiday. So we'll, <laughs> it'll be out when it's out next week. I don't, I don't really know when, but it, I, th- I imagine it will be probably in the middle of the week at some point. With that said, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. All right.